This podcast is part of the Gunna Geek Network. The opinions expressed may not represent other podcasts or affiliates of Gunna Geek. Check out more podcasts at GunnaGeek.com and get ready because geekness starts in 3, 2, 1. The Gunna Geek Network presents the latest installment of All Things Good and Nerdy. With your hosts, Naki, Turnet is really, really great. Forborn and Chris. So I'm going to say this as nice as I can. You go to hell, sir. You go to hell and you die. They're here each week to talk about the latest in nerd news. And sometimes they bring a special guest host along, too. As Magneto once said, Ha ha ha, welcome to die. No pants, all bacon and dick butts. I want to cut you all. I'm just going to cut you all. Meat candy. Woohoo! You have boobs. So kick your feet up and relax as you take in the latest crazy episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Story time. Story time. We're going to do the intro. We're going to do the intro. I'm so confused. Okay, you gotta do the intro first. Scrubs. See, Naki normally overruns the intro, so I'm confused. I don't know how to do a real one anymore. I'll do it. <laughs> Normally hey, I push the story so that Chris misses the intro. <laughs> Normally I push start broadcast and Naki tells a story and overruns my intro, so I, I've forgotten how to do a real intro to a podcast, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> Welcome to episode yeah, one Naki, of three you of all... broke Chris. Welcome to episode one of the three of All Things Good and Nerdy, the one where I forget to do introductions. <laughs> I'm Chris. With joining today, we have special guest and two week occur- two week appearance in a row, Michelle. <laughs> Fresh off of wisdom tooth removal, so kudos to you for showing up after that. No doubt. Crazy talk. I've got balls of steel. Balls of steel. (laughs) Are they brass or steel? Because I've always heard brass balls is what everyone talks about. Brass balls sound better when they knock together, but you don't want them knocking together. And you have to keep them polished. (laughs) That's a good point. I never thought about the logistics. The logistics of brass balls is kind of overwhelming, isn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is what happens when Naki's not here. <laughs> yeah, when I'm not here, the internet breaks. When uh, Naki's not here, I break. <laughs> it's ball talk time. It's time for balls. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Why did we do this? <laughs> Fine, story time, because I'm totally hijacking it. <laughs> totally gonna do it, because I can't. <laughs> So, to, um, a couple weeks ago at Game Developers Conference, which is the big professionals, <laughs> that's a joke right there, uh, conference for game designers. Yeah, because we totally <laughs> need to be professional. Uh, so Sometimes, how do you sort of? It's sort of. It really just means we all get really... I mean, the loot was we did get drinking horns. Um, <laughs> awesome. Nice. You saw it last week. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. I was thinking, like, Viking head horns for some reason, like helmets. <laughs> <laughs> I saw plenty of those though. Um, but uh, so at Game Developers Conference, Heidi McDonald, who's a narrative designer for Shell Games and has won a bunch of awards for her work on uh, romance within video games, um, she got married at Game Developers Conference. Like actually in the conference center during the conference. It was Thursday night, and she'd been plotting this for like almost a year. Um, and she had asked me almost a year ago to bring my Sith Lord costume to GDC. 
which I do Darth Talon from Star Wars Legacy, so it's not exactly a small costume. No. <laughs> I imagine it's fairly in-depth, <laughs> and there's a lot of uh, red paint involved, I'm, I'm led to believe. Yeah, it, it costs about 50 to $150 to wear her every time. Um, which is why she's not coming to C2E2, also because I lost a glove. Uh, <laughs> Both good reasons. Yeah. Um, but, so, uh, this wedding started as, oh, it's going to be cute and small, etc., and blew up huge. There was all kinds of costume game designers, and what was great, for me at least, was that every single last person in costume at the wedding was an industry professional. Um, not some That's pretty cool. Etc. But nice. we, had, we had Ezreal from Assassin's Creed. We had a white mage from uh, Final Fantasy Tactics. Um, Darth Talon, of course. Um, we had a troll, like a dude dressed up as a troll, what he perceived to be an internet troll. Uh, there was Shiloh, who basically just made himself like the rainbow gay guy, and it was awesome. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> This wedding literally it got sponsored by a bunch of game companies. Like I have a giant blow, I have a blow up pirate sword from Ubisoft because Ubisoft gave up all this swag. That's awesome. The cake was a Minecraft cake, um, and the entire wedding was scripted, and the gr- uh, the bride and groom were in full steampunk, um, like custom dress, etc. Uh, uh, Popcat donated the the uh, bouquet. It was the sunflowers from Plants vs Aliens. Uh, instead of a uh, ring, or instead of Flower Girls, uh, Heidi's sons dressed up as Mario and Luigi and went running down the aisle throwing mushrooms and stars around. Nice. So, literally, it was a game designer wedding at Game Developers Conference, and it was the nerdiest, most awesome thing I've ever been a part of. That's awesome, though. I'm okay. jealous. <laughs> Sounds like it'd be fun. <laughs> That's like the little Mario and Luigi. That's awesome. Oh, they were adorable too. Like they had the cost, and they had the little like the 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 gold question mark boxes that they were throwing the stars and mushrooms. And the thing is too, is the conference associates, which are the people we get paid or not paid, um, we get a free ticket into the conference, but you have to like write an essay and pass like certain qualifications to be able to get this. Almost all 450 of them helped out in some way, shape, or form for this wedding. Whether it be, was painting my ass, literally painting my ass, <laughs> or um, 3D artists painting me. And it was really funny, because they are like, hey, hey, it's UV mapping in real life! Um, <laughs> and there you go. We had, like, there was actually a couple pretty famous game designers folding stars, because they're origami stars and origami mushrooms, for, to be tossed around. Like, it was one of the coolest things that I've seen with, like, the whole industry basically getting together and throwing this wedding. It sure as hell sounds like it. Nice. Damn. Hey, so we got a troll in the uh, Google Hangouts Q&A. It's Uh-oh. awesome. What's the first, first comment was, uh, screw you, Chris, so thanks. <laughs> 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 this is from uh, Westwood MI. His uh, second comment to us was, fuckers, so thanks. <laughs> uh, so such thing Bad publicity. That's probably the cl- <laughs> wait, wait, wait. That's probably the closest Chris has gotten to getting screwed in a while. No. Oh. <laughs> Sadly, no. Nice. Oh, that could be Naki. It could be Ryan. Who knows? It could be. Most people dislike <laughs> me. I'm not very like. <laughs> I blame Ryan. Just because he's not here. Might as well. 
Let's see. I'm checking in the chat room right now. Draftsman has said that C2E2 has instituted mm. a flam must wear pants party since the pantsless world girl Policy. word Damn. girl instant of 2010. Oh. So you have a character named Word Girl who doesn't wear pants, huh? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, so in 2010 there was this um Scholastic for Kids Day wanted Word Girl to be there. Now Word Girl doesn't wear pants, a but oh wait, no, I did. I took my pants off for that. I forgot. <laughs> I, I thought that was just literally, like, there's been enough incidences where I've just been, like, fuck pants and taking them off. Like, it's, fuck, there's this party we have uh, <laughs> where we sit around in a room and get drunk and play cards against humanity. And this year I said fuck pants and took them off. I love it. <laughs> it a lot. I either wear leggings or I'm just like, fuck pants, because pants are restrictive clothing. Like, the only reason why I'm wearing pants right now is because I had to take my cat to get his shots. I agree. I'm wearing <laughs> shorts right now just because it's hot. <laughs> but it's like... <laughs> but yeah, no, no, no. I took... I, I, well, no, I was wearing... I don't remember. I might not have been wearing pants, but I definitely was... I She was wearing... She had, like, leggings things. It was like a jumper suit, and then I had to go... Like, I was completely winging this character because I had no clue who this character was. Um, like, hanging out with kids and stuff. And then I somehow magically ended up in Wired. <laughs> Nice. I love it when that happens. And I'm like, oh, this is not the way I wanted to end up in Wired, but I'm in Wired. I'll take it. <laughs> Trying to think. Of, well, then C2E2, I'm, I'm, I might, I'm probably going to have Sailor Jupiter with me. I don't know if I'm going to have time to wear her just because I'm going to be working, like, the entire time. Just because I want to, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was just like, ah, there's too much weird cosplay stuff on the list. I'm not gonna go cosplay. Well, at least none of the sailors have pants, right? None of the sailors have pants. No, actually, sure. actually, I wore, <laughs> one day of GDC, I wore Sailor Jupiter because it was St. Patrick's Day and Sailor Jupiter is green. That makes sense. Oh crap! Yara for the rest of the week because I'm a motherfucking princess. <laughs> actually, you know what? I should wear the tiara right now. I'll be right back. I like this plan. Uh oh. Motherfucking princess. That should be the name of the episode this week. MF and princess. There you go. Bam. That He's decided. <laughs> nice. Here we go. <laughs> I have a tiara. Yay! We approve. <laughs> we should probably actually get to news. <laughs> we should. Although we actually have a question. The Hangouts Q&A is actually working. Oh. We'll be a little... Weird because this. I wish Naki were here for this question. Douglas has asked us, "What do we think about Lord of the Rings?" And I, my current refrain every time I've been on this show. So this is why I think it might be a semi-troll question to us. It's a movie <laughs> about walking. I'm bored by it. Yep. It's a movie about walking. Well, I was gonna say if you might Hobbit, the new Hobbit movies, then I have a whole entire rant on that. I think that uh, Peter Jackson Jackson owes me money because that total or Terrence Hill's are totally from my fan fiction when I was like twelve. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's a pretty it's a pretty big question. He says, "What do you think about Lord of the Rings? Does he mean the movies? Does he actually mean the new Hobbit movie? I don't know. Does he mean but, the books?" It just made me laugh because that's my constant thing that I bitch about on here. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. Also, it's just yeah, screw with Naki, and Naki's not here, so it's less fun. <laughs> yeah, but she'll hear about it. <laughs> it's a tale about walking, but it's a tale about the epic journey. I mean, it's literally taken every um, tale of. 
hey, we're going to go and travel the world and do this epic thing to save the world. I mean, you've got everything. All right, this is going to get really history nerdy. That's okay. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> um, everything from the tales of Gilgamesh to a lot of the Indian tales, it was literally just about picking up and walking somewhere else and then telling the tale of what the fuck you did, whether it was probably hyperbole of, yeah, I actually probably just walked a long way, but I'm going to make this awesome tale up so I see more badass. It's, it follows the same format. Get a bunch of friends together, go out on a journey, specifically male friends. <laughs> there. Male friends. Go on this well, yeah, journey, save the world in some way that people can't confirm or deny that you actually saved the world, and then return home to some place that hasn't really changed since you left. Yeah, look, Randall from Clerks 2 basically summed up my feelings on Lord yeah. of the Rings. There's only one return in Ain of the King. It's of the Jedi. Even the fucking trees walked in those yeah, Exactly. That's what Randall put it. That being said, I can appreciate people that like <laughs> the Lord of the Rings movies. It's just, it's just not my thing because I got bored with it. I couldn't even make it through the first book because I was like, ugh, you've been describing this forest for five pages already. I don't care. Make it stop. I like once a year reread all the books just because they're fabulous. Uh, <laughs> See, that's like me with some other giant things. hardcover with all three of them, but I haven't sat down and I read it yet. I have a little round. Oh, nice. See, I the movies were all right because I didn't have to get five pages of description of trees. So the movies I'm cool with. The <laughs> books, it was just it was it's just not my cup of tea. Well, like my current thing that I was rewatching, since I can reach it, was the old Kindred the Embrace TV series. Nice. I've heard of that? Really? No. Yeah, they only did. It was only one season, right? Because they yeah, canceled it like before the finale, even. It's eight episodes, and it was based on the Vampire the Masquerade pen and paper game, and it's terribly campy but awesome at the same time. Oh yeah. Um, and then I, I got this special edition, which is really cool because it comes with. So you get all the DVDs in it, and then you also get. You get a. Kindred, like, note for the prince, and then you get a copy of the Book of Nod in it. Hmm. Nice. But I guess I have my Book of Nod floating around here somewhere. I have my hardcover over in the corner along with all my leather-bound editions of everything. <laughs> Dang. Because, dude, Impressive. I, 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 anytime there is a nerd-off, I will always win. Um, I also have the leather-bound edition, or the soft cover, or the soft leather-bound edition of the Arrakis Fragments and uh, 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 that Dark Mother, uh, the Dark Mother book that I'm totally blanking on right now. I have a, there's basically an entire like, bookshelf full of World of Darkness books over there. Wow, well, you definitely got me beat on those. I feel like I've just lost nerd cred right here. <laughs> At least I know what she's talking about. Yeah, I don't even know, man. I'm like, oh. If you want to feel like you have the smallest nerd dick in the world, give me a second. <laughs> oh. Man. Oh, wow. She's she's trying to fucking punk us, man. I know we're getting punked, <laughs> but it's kind of entertaining. <laughs> uh, I kind of want to see what she's got. I'm scared. It's V20. It's a version 20 of Vampire the Masquerade, but I got it signed by a bunch of developers and Zach Bagans from uh, uh from Ghost Adventures. But yeah, the other I've actually one, heard of Vampire the Masquerade. Uh, Anne Rice signed mine. <laughs> that's nice. awesome. That's really cool. Very cool. Um, 
But yeah, no, I, I that corner over there is just filled with crazy nerd stuff. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. I, see, I ended up working my way into Vampire the Masquerade, but the, basically none of my nerd friends followed me because we all started in D and D, and then we worked our way to Rift. I started picking up White Wolf books, and none of them were interested in that world at all. So it was just me buying the books and reading them. See, I, I, I LARP. <laughs> and then, like, actually, like, behind me, I have one of my Vampire the Masquerade characters painted by one of the artists. Uh, and so it's me painted as a true bruja in Vegas um, in the style of the Vampire the Masquerade books. It's uh, Ken Maris Jr. did it. It's really cool. I love it. And it's all hung on my wall. Nice. That's cool. But it's like I was worth getting those books just for the Tim Bradstreet artwork. And you know the new one has new uh, is the new version of Mind's Eye Theater is all new Tim Bradstreet work too. Nice. So Damn. there's two editions coming out, or there's two editions out or coming out because Tim's had a bunch of uh, home trouble. Mm-hmm. Real life shit hit the fan, so it's delayed. But uh, so the new versions, there's new artwork that w- or new photo artwork that was done. And then Tim is doing an entire edition that is just Tim Bradstreet artwork for the new uh, Mind's Eye Theater book. So Nice. If anybody is wanting to get back into LARP, uh, everything's been reset at this point for Mind's Eye Society, which is the official LARP, but there's also Underground Theater and One World by Night. Um, so if you're into that, it's somewhere, someone somewhere will probably know that, and don't listen to the fucking Florida media because fuck them. Um, actually, that's a good piece <laughs> of news. Holy crap, I should have that. Okay, so have you guys heard about the Jake Rush story? No. Okay. So I don't know why you listen to anything out of Florida. Florida's bad. Yeah, this, <laughs> this one's good, though. And it's funny, but not at the same time, because it makes me want to punch Chris Hardwick for what he did. Um, Ooh. And that would be my ferret escaping. I will deal with him later. <laughs> Punching Chris Hardwick is not a popular opinion on the internet, so interesting. Uh, well, this is what happened. So, um... Jake Rush is running for on the uber conservative ticket in Florida for uh, National House of Representatives. Um, problem though, Jake Rush is also known as Chaz Darling the La Sombra, um, or I think he's a La Sombra. <laughs> uh, used to be. Uh, however, he did not exactly play. He, he was savant, but it was not. He, running on an uber conservative ticket when you're a Minds Eye Society member, not the wisest idea. However. Don't judge him for that. Um, well, what happened <laughs> is uh, someone decided to report it to the media um, in Florida. Uh, so this big article came out about how he was a member of this satanic vampire sex cult. <laughs> <laughs> nice. From his page, etc., even though we had archived it. So we're all sitting there, because I'm a Mind's Eye Society member going, uh, what? Um, and then it turned into this big, huge thing, because it turns out it was somebody from inside the Mind's Eye Society that that gave the it out to the media, etc. And then fucking Chris Hardwick goes and makes fun of us on national TV. Oh, nice. It's like, wow, dude, he's a LARPer. Don't nerd shame us. Um, but, so literally, it's, you have this guy running on the uber-conservative, like, I'm talking the, like, the the, the, the the church ticket for Congress. Right. <laughs> Knowing full well that he played Mind's Eye Society, which we did the the Sabbat is basically a parody of the church, so yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, and then knowing that the conservatives are going to dig that shit up and find it, it's going to get out there even if somebody else hadn't released well, it. it. The it's going to get found out. It was literally someone from inside the the group that decided they didn't like his politics, so threw all of us under the bus. That's crazy. <laughs> so you got 30,000 people playing this game. Not all, a good portion, of, a good chunk are in politics, etc. And now we're all, every there was just this huge blow up, all the... Uh, they got Underground Theater and One World by Night making posts. Mind's Eye Society made posts. Like, there's... It got nasty. Damn. And then All right. Trasman said, Flam is not a nerd. She's a nerd on steroids. I'm too nerdy for my own good. <laughs> there's uh, no such thing. <laughs> She's a nerd on nerdroids. I, there we go. Ooh, uh, nerdroids. That's, we could market that somehow. There we go. I see. I can't. I definitely can't compete with you on the the Vampire the Masquerade stuff. But I've got other nerdy stuff that I could throw down with people. I have a signed Jason X script. You got to be a hellacious Kane Hodder fan to really want to sign Jason X script. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that's a good point. Much less a first draft before they changed it. Oh. That New Line contacted the seller and made him take off of eBay. <laughs> and my girlfriend at the time still got it for me after the guy had to cancel the comp, the the, the auction. And she just make yeah. a deal on the side then. Yeah, she ended up was able, the guy was able to contact her, even though they yeah, Dooline threatened to sue him if he sold the script. <laughs> so, so the question is: Is this script better than the actual script that was used to make the movie? Uh, I don't know about better or worse. It was different. It still it Fair still enough. ends up with Uber Jason at the end. And the the awesome you know holodeck scene, but yeah, it's it, it's just different. It wasn't like a huge a huge change, but yeah, it's just it's still Uber Jason. I love that freaking movie. Jason in space is amazing. See, that's another part of my uh, nerd cred I don't have. I don't watch much of the horror movies or anything like that because they generally suck. Uh, see, I love slasher films. Any slasher films is what I was raised on. I love. Horror films that are just well, I was raised on like classic like Nosferatu, and um, a lot of those the old black and white stuff because my um, my mom's a big horror buff. Um, weirdly enough, my mom is a huge nerd, um, but won't admit it. Uh, <laughs> Nothing wrong with being a huge nerd, no. Well, she uh, I would, she might just not realize how nerdy she is. Some people are like that. That's I true. I, I was legitimately born during an episode of Doctor Who. Nice. <laughs> My mom was watching the U.S. premiere of the fourth episode of The Key to Time Arc. Damn. <laughs> so, literally, I can say that. Um, but, like, she's a... We've got, like, lithogra original lithographs. There's actually a painting by... Um, God, uh... Why am I forgetting his name? He's one of the really famous cartoon artists did, like, a lot of, like... Tex or I think it's Tex Avery that did it. Um, we have a painting of Pepe Le Pew by Tex Avery, like an oil painting, downstairs. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but just having a piece of Tex Avery art, period, is freaking awesome. There's several. Um, but, like, it's an oil painting, which is so random. Um, and then I, for one of her birthdays, I got her a signed photo by a... Uh, uh, her favorite doctor, which is the fourth doctor. So that's downstairs, too, somewhere. Um, but she, we've got, like, a lot of weird, like, nerd paraphernalia that's not normally nerd stuff, but or it's, like, disguised as actual fancy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
trying to think what else there is around here. Like, there's a lot of like we had. The, oh, there's a signed script from the from the West Wing. Oh, um, that's awesome. Nice. Uh, I'm that that's somewhere around here. Um, who all signed it? The entire cast. Damn. That's right. crazy. You win. I bow down. <laughs> you win. <laughs> you haven't seen the dice bag yet. <laughs> I'm gonna get shamed some more. That oh, that's awesome. <laughs> That's a Cthulhu dice bag? That's yeah. badass. From Steve Jackson Games. All right, I can throw down again. Random Nerd Paraphernalia bought a reprint or like a, a remake of the Goonies map, which, you know, no big deal. It's just, you know, someone made a reprint of it. But I have it framed up on the wall, and underneath it hanging from a drawstring bag is one of One-Eyed Wheelie's pieces of gold. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. I was going to say, the other thing I have in here is I have the 21-inch statue of Poison Ivy, but... <laughs> also cool. Her boobs nice. are as big as her head. Like, each boob is as big as her head. It's... <laughs> as it should be. Like, and I have one in the too. But it's, yes, the boob should be. I don't care if it's sexist, whatever. The boob should be as big as her head. <laughs> it's all plant matter anyways. Exactly. She can just supplement it however she needs. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Well, Jan in the chat room has said, uh, Flamb wins this week's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I'm trying to think. One of the best nerd cred things I've got, I think I, ha I have an original page out of the 1999 Batman Beyond series, like issue 15, that's signed. That's pretty sweet. But... Oh, yeah, uh, Kyle Higgins is on the new Batman Beyond 2.0. He was the Isn't it so good? Nice dude, too. Yeah, he's, he's come to the local con we have here, the West Virginia Pop Con, the last two years, and... Really nice guy. I was talking to him last time about uh, the Go the Batman Gates of Gotham trailer that he had made up at one point that he's not allowed to show officially because it was just for fun, but he showed it to me. It's really good. Oh, nice. If you ever want fun, ask um, ask Kyle about his girlfriend's shoe problem. Oh, God. Actually, this is another fun story. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Chicago. And Kyle's girlfriend is one of my friends from Ladies' Night at Graham Cracker Comics in Chicago, um, who we both had an obsession with black mount clothing. However, Jen has the most fabulous shoes on the face of the planet. Like, and at C2E2 one year, she had the spiked uh, uh, Jeffrey Campbell shoes, and she decided to scratch her ankle with one. Yeah, turns out those do cut you. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> That's not good. Oh, uh, so Marvel slash Disney is coming out with a five-part comic series based on the old Figment uh, uh, and the Dreamfinder, which, if people don't know, it was the most fabulous ride that ever existed at it Disney. It was. It was fantastic. Um, and I've never even heard of it. What was, what was it? Okay. Figment and the Dreamfinder, the, the whole ride was this, like, steampunk dream world where the Dreamfinder... Uh, had this pet dragon named Figment, and they were traveling through the imagination, and through using the power of imagination. And when you got to the other side, there was like finger painting, and like digital finger painting, and there was like light stuff you could play with. It was awesome. Um, however, they ripped it out to put that stupid communication thing in there like several mm -hmm. years ago. Um, this is a, if you've seen the Imagination Land episodes of South Park. Um, Imagination. That is what they are mocking with him. <laughs> yeah. That is the Dreamfinder. Um, they are mocking the Dreamfinder with him. Um, Figment was a cute purple dragon who was goofy. He was shy. Everybody like 
so many steampunks I know trace like their the moment they decided they wanted to be steampunk to that ride. Yeah, it was a great ride. Nice. Yeah, and like there's a lot of and a lot of creatives like literally that like as kids like I remember it as a kid I wrote it 64 times in a row one day when I was in damn um literally we can trace that point where we wanted decided we wanted to do something creative to that ride um because it was figment and he was a figment of your imagination but he was awesome so figments <laughs> of your imagination are better than real things um but they're doing nice. They're doing a five-part series where they've actually updated the Dreamfinder's design, so he's like a hot, Leonardo, red-headed Leonardo DiCaprio now, rather than a fat old man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, who knows what they're going to do with it, but it looks awesome. Um, and hopefully, maybe we'll see a return of the Dreamfinder and Figment to Disney World as a ride, rather than just some guy with a puppet. That would be fantastic, because Figment the Dragon was awesome. I had a big stuffy of him for years. Yeah, so did I. And I was, I was cleaning out a bunch of my old toys when I was a kid to drop off at Goodwill and stuff, and I found in my box of old Star Trek toys my little figment figure that was about, like, this big, and I'm like, I'm keeping that. It's going on my desk at work. <laughs> That's adorable! Uh, I'm trying to think of else for good announcements. It's been a bit... Well, this this one's a good one that I picked up. Hey, guys, Star Wars casting's almost done. They're about to start filming. In fact, they may have, in fact, started filming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah! And, and here's the scary thing. We don't... The scary thing, but also kind of cool, we don't know shit about what's going on. And they're filming, potentially, right now. Well, and the announcement that Karen Gillian's hair is going to be in it, when That's Karen cool. Gillian's hair is perfect for one Mara Jade Skywalker... That would be awesome. We do know it seems yeah. like they're ignoring the Expanded Universe books and stuff because they did confirm Peter Mayhew's returning as Chewbacca. They, they did confirm that, but here's the thing, is that... You, you know Abrams likes to lie about shit all the time. This is true. So True. And in one of the expanded stories, I mean, Chewie was with him for a while, and then didn't he sacrifice himself to save Han and Leia's kids? He died in the first book of the New Jedi Order series to save Anakin Solo, and they killed him in a pretty badass way. He got a moon dropped on top of him. Yep. As he bellowed and raged at the moon as it came and dropped on him. I, I'm still... I see, there you go. They, they might still be able to use some of that. I'm still kind of upset that you don't have the Dark Horse universe there anymore, because I'm sorry, Talon is fabulous, and yeah, I'm... I oh, all legacy is just amazing. Yeah, and the, that whole That whole storyline is probably the best Star Wars I ever read. It is, and, they're, and you don't have any more of the Is and Vong, when they're just fabulous enemies, just because they're just so ethereal, etc. Um, and you don't have any of those Ah, they it's just it was such a good series, and now it's just like, oh yeah, you're not official anymore, and it's really sad too because I have a friend who's uh, the he was the model for Imperial Night Creek, um, like they actually drew him into the series. That's really <laughs> cool. I mean, nice. At the same time, it'd be really hard for them to try and include all that stuff going forward into the movies and things like that. It would. Oh yeah, they can't include all of it, but they could they could at least do little nods here and there to certain little you know, And that's what I'm hoping options. they end up doing is doing little yeah. nods to things. Uh, all I want to see is one Twi'lek in a leather bikini with full tattoos and I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. Oh. Twi'lek in a leather bikini and tattoos and I think everybody's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Let's see. Um, Jay said he thinks that's the way they'll go for episode seven. I think he was talking in reference to how Chewie died. <laughs> that would, it would be a really powerful way to kill Chewie in the first first act or second act of episode seven, like that. It would be. 
Um, well, that and Mayhew just had his double knee surgery, so hopefully he can, you know, do the film, get a nice hefty paycheck, and, you know, be able to physically do the con circuit for the rest of his life without it killing him. Right, well, uh-huh. he's his rehab seems like it's been going pretty well from the pictures and stuff he's been sharing, which yeah. is good. Wait, yeah, saying that uh, how bad he was doing before, too, and he does have the most badass cane of all time. He does. He? The TSA tried to confiscate True. from him at one yeah, point okay. in time. Fuck them. Yeah, a guy yeah. that big having both knees replaced, that's got to be some serious rehab. They had obviously never heard the expression, let the Wookiee win, when they yeah. tried to take his team. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> it's a TSA. They, they, they should have known better. Just Touche. Say, fuck them. No. Sorry to my friends that are actually in the TSA, but <laughs> as many times as I have gone through that fucking full body scanner, and they said literally, uh, I was literally wearing Daisy Dukes at one point, and it said that there was a dangerous object in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a guy wanting to do a pat down. That's all that is. Literally, because the thing is, is there's that little monitor there that shows them where they need to check. And literally, it had my ass highlighted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And the thing is, is the guy behind me goes through, and the dude's bald, like bowling ball, bald, like reflecting off his head, bald. Says his head has a dangerous object hiding in it. Yeah, those scanners aren't exactly 100% yet, I would say. Yeah, they're not the best things <laughs> in the world. 0%, to be honest. Because, like, every time I've gotten pat down, I'm like, really? Really? I'm wearing a belt buckle, and you're checking my thigh. Yeah. <laughs> nobody's interested in your belt buckle. Yeah. True. But it's still one of those things. It's like, really, guys? <laughs> yeah. Alright, so I got a sort of a news story. I don't know if it's confirmation or anything, but I was out all day yesterday at the Steel City Con up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It was surprisingly much larger than I expected based off of previous years, but the two featured guests there were Brent Spiner and Jonathan Frakes from Star Trek Next Gen. So I went to go and get Frakes' autograph with my girlfriend, because that's why we went. She was like, you have to go, because Frakes is there, because I guess it was her first TV crush and all that growing up, so it was kind of fun from my perspective. But when I was in line with him and he was signing my stuff, I was asking him, I was like, are you going to do another episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Because if you aren't familiar, he directed the first Thor crossover episode that dealt with the rage. Okay, I thought you were saying he was in it. I was like, I don't no. remember seeing him. No, he directed <laughs> one of those episodes, and he goes, well, I'm hoping to come back for season two. So I don't know whether that's soft confirmation nice. there's a season two of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or not. But uh, and I do have to say, if the girlfriend's first nerd crush was Riker... Chris now makes a lot more sense with that beard. <laughs> Touche. And I actually do have on here, I'll humble brag a little bit because I showed it off earlier. I did get my picture taken with the two, both Spiner and Frakes, both really nice guys. There's my humble brag in. But uh, it was funny, though, because I was talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. He goes, yeah, I heard a lot of crazy stuff's been going on after the movie. He goes, what is it, the, the that handsome guy, he went bad, right? <laughs> He couldn't remember his name. <laughs> the handsome guy. <laughs> I was going to say, do it. Spoiler alert. Huge spoiler alert. Yeah, fair enough. If you haven't seen Agents of Shield, you might want to tune out for the next minute. <laughs> or if you haven't seen the end of Captain America, yeah. too. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra. I love all the memes going around for Hail Hydra right now. I know, every picture of any nerd thing ever where someone's whispering to someone's ear and it's just got Hail Hydra written on it. The best one I've seen is still it's still lost in translation. Scarlett Johansson and Bill Murray where you see him lean over and he's like, Hail Hydra. 
I don't know. Oh, I, I thought the one I saw on Facebook was pretty cute. It's one of the My Little Ponies. Oh, it looks oh, like a pony awesome. whispering into another pony's ear. Hail Hydra. <laughs> I, I, the Muppets one is my favorite so far. Oh, that's good, too. There's so many good ones. If you just do a hashtag search for Hail Hydra on Twitter or Instagram, you'll find some hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. See, I don't think I've seen the Muppet one yet. It's Kermit leaning into Miss Piggy going, yes. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra. Nice. I, the, I think one of the best responses I saw to that was Stephen Amell on Twitter or something like that. He's like, I don't know what this Hail Hydra BS is, but here's another picture from Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> nice. He goes, he goes, why would I go? He goes, you guys ask me about Hail Hydra. He goes, next thing you know, I'm going to have to go to a con and dress up as Hawkeye instead. Come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but two other slight news points for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's been officially stated in all the press releases and stuff. Mar- Kobe Smulders is coming back as Maria Hill in at least one episode yeah. in this back half. And uh, Samuel L. Jackson Hill. said in an interview with Variety Fair this week that he is in the season finale of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yay! Nice. So, yeah, and, I mean, all of us here have seen it, right? Yes. So how fucking tripped out were you when fucking Ward flipped? I kind of expected it when it when I was I didn't expect any of those guys to flip until the very end when he told Agent Hand he's like I want to go on the plane with you I'm like oh he's a bad guy. <laughs> I said I don't know I guess I I I totally bought his I want to be the one to fucking turn the key on him and put his ass away for turning traitor on me. For for me I was actually expecting Fitz to flip. I, I kind of wasn't expecting any of it just because I don't know the Marvel Universe. I will completely admit, not a huge Marvel fan. I watch the movies, and I watch a bit of Agent Sealed, but that's about it. Um, Nothing wrong with that. Like, Yeah, I, and, I mean, I'm a huge Marvel fan, and literally, if you're talking about the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show, none of those characters exist in the Marvel Universe. Right. Um, that's all just that's all stuff for the show, so it's not like there's anything you would know going into it if you've read Marvel comics. I, I will admit... Other than the fact that anybody could be Hydra. <laughs> the, the only co- Marvel comic series I've bought is Gambit. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> Look at that. Flame just lost all her nerd cred. Well, it's because <laughs> literally I have 150 pounds Gambit. of comics, and probably less than 10 of them are Marvel comics. Ooh. Wow. There's a whole lot of good books you need to read. Bre- breaking news. Deadline has officially said Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. got renewed. Yes. Oh, there you go. How's that for good timing? And they will pick up a full series for Agent Carter with a 13-episode commitment. Ooh. Oh, no, so they did. They announced it? Yes. This is what... The Piggy Carter series? I'm seeing a story on SuperheroMovies.com. They're saying, Yesterday, Deadline released a slew of updates on all Marvel and DC upcoming TV shows. It is reported that ABC will indeed pick up a full series for Agent Carter, and it will also most likely renew Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for a second season, and will play the short Agent Carter series in between the spring and fall hiatus of that show. Nice. The pilot was written awesome. by Captain America, the Winter Soldier writers, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely. I'm still waiting on the announcement for the release of the uh, Constantine TV show. Yes, that's going to be awesome. I know they're filming it, and I probably should go like hunt down and crash the set just so I can fangirl and say that I did it. Because <laughs> they're filming it here in Atlanta. Um, like They confirmed that. Like There was a call out for extras, etc. Um, but uh, it looks so good because they actually cast everyone properly, and I still am so hoping that there's going to be a Del Toro Justice League Dark film. I think it's going to take some time. It'll happen eventually. Yeah, just Del Toro doing Justice League Dark with oh, that would be amazing. I think whatever just... it takes, it'll be worth it as long as they can do it. Yeah, it's just gotta be um oh, a brain fart. 
They're going to have to do the Batman Superman before they announce any of that stuff. Yeah. And we got another comment in the Google Q&A. Uh, Rowan K has said, looks like Chris is a big fan of Iron Man because I do have the movie posters behind me. I actually yep. will be reorganizing how this is all set up down here. I have a movie poster from Winter Soldier that I'll be putting up on the wall behind me and some original artwork when I get it redone. But I'm a big fan of the Iron Man movies, and the posters look cool, so that's why they're hanging up behind me. But thanks for tuning in, Rowan. Nice. As all I got behind me is Spider-Man. I that's got, badass, though. That's the one I drew based on the Sinister Six, Issue 6, Eric Larson cover. And then that is the 8-foot-tall Spider-Man door poster. See, that's badass. You got, like... <laughs> back corner of my room, but if I tilt this, I've got let's see there uh, whoop, that is the wrong way, because that is the non-nerdy stuff <laughs> I don't know, it looked like someone was making a dress <laughs> no, I, no, 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 I actually have um, there's a gothic little lead address there in the corner if I can get it to tilt because I hate this camera, yeah, see I got a gothic lead address I'm working on <laughs> Um, but it is really hard to get this to turn to where all my nerdy stuff is. There we go. <laughs> Dawn poster from, like, God knows how old, and then uh, all my nerd stuff that's up there, and old ballet stuff. But, no, I, I bought my first Gothic Elite address. Oh, I guess I should show off the real big nerd thing in here. Pardon the motion sickness, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. There you go. Life-size Spider-Man. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm bringing a fucking truck to Chris's house the next time he's at a con. You're gonna steal all my artwork too. I yeah. don't have I don't have the webcam up there, but so much stuff I need to steal. Is that a standee or is it a? It's actually three dimensional. It's like what they had in Blockbuster Video when the first Spider-Man came out. I, I, um, uh, some friends of my parents they were giving it away with the raffle and they raffled to get it and they won it and they're like, if we take this to our house, our kids will never let us get rid of it. So it came with me from Alabama when I moved away from Alabama to West Virginia. Wow. There's a standee of Legolas in my closet. <laughs> so you're saying Legolas is in the closet. Yes, I have Legolas in my closet. Uh, <laughs> Mom, Tom Cruise is in the closet. All I can think of that South Park episode. <laughs> I'm not sure if I can get my camera to turn and see him. Let's see. Yeah, it's a little hard to tell, but those are three original Mark Bagley New Warriors pages. Hanging oh, that's on awesome. That's probably my biggest nerd thing ever. That's awesome. I just yeah. need more wall space because I like I have all the covers of Lady Mechanica, um, like I have a original sketch or original cover or hand drawn cover by a uh, Peter Steinwald, and then actually over here is a uh, that's a Joe Benitez Lady Mechanica sketch that he gave me. Uh, <laughs> um, nice, Joe Benitez Weapon Zero. Uh yeah, he but he does my favorite comic of all time, which is Lady Mechanica. Um, which is his original, etc. Um, but I have every cover. Like, he doodled on a couple of the covers, and I, I got them all signed. Um, like, Lady Mechanica is my fucking favorite comic of all time. It's a steampunk comic that's about um, this really kick-ass uh, steampunk chick who um, doesn't remember any of her past. She got kidnapped as a kid, is what we know so far from the series. Um, and her hands were chopped off and replaced with these mechanical hands. Um, she also is light sensitive, so, and she has the gambit eye thing going on. Um, so, like, she always wears goggles and shit, because if she goes outside, it's, like, blindingly bright to her. 
Um, but she basically kicks ass and is an awesome sniper. Um, she is a drunken engineer for a, uh, like a sidekick. Um, and they're chasing after this uh, bad guy who is kidnapping uh, young girls and turning them into monsters. Hmm. Nice. And it's all steampunk and like Joe's really detailed style, etc. Um, he so he's really slow at getting them out, but it's well worth the wait. And it's hard to find now because he's split from Aspen. Um, but if you can find it, it's well worth it just to like read and own because the artwork is gorgeous. As I've seen a bunch of the artwork of Lady Mechanica, and I know I love Benitez's style because of Weapon Zero. The the cyber armor he did in that series was insane. Oh, like well, yeah. There's another. I got a print from another artist that's Lady Mechanica hanging above that, because that's what I do with this bulletin board. <laughs> nice, nice. And it's not gonna stress, but it's motion sickness day here today on All Things Good Nerdy. Those of you the guys that watch the video version. You're in for a treat as you get motion sick with us. <laughs> and for everybody listen to the podcast later on, sorry you don't get to see any of this. You should start watching the show live. <laughs> at live.atgm podcast every Sunday, Sunday, Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern. Sunday. 11 a.m. Central. <laughs> and you don't get disappointed by... 9 a.m. Mountain. Yes. I was going to say, then you don't get disappointed by uh, wrestling. Wait, is wrestling on Sundays? I don't know. I'm not a wrestling fan. I don't know. There's some on on Sundays, I thought. I don't know. I accidentally closed the chat window by accident, but Chris was bringing up some good points about uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. He said Ward never actually said the words Hail Hydra. Yeah, he said, yeah, Ward never says Hail Hydra. I think he's faking it. And then, yeah, you responded that he shot him in the head, but they could have been LMDs, and he said they might have just used the sleeper bullets with red color instead of blue. And I responded that the puddle under Agent Han's body didn't look fake. I don't know. I just think at this point I'm going to feel kind of cheated if they make him be a double agent like that. I mean, I could kind of see it happening, but there's something real impactful about taking one of the characters you've known from day one and turning them bad. Yeah. So that everything yeah. you thought you believed, you're like, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's impactful. And yeah, it's that, uh, what is it, the Annie Wilkes argument for the, the Saturday serials. If the start of next season you tell me that those two agents aren't dead and Victoria Hand wasn't actually shot, then that's rewinding and changing what you did. Fuck that. That's cheating. Yeah. He shot two men in the head. Deal with the story from that point forward. You can't go back and think you only put them to sleep. And then he's basically in shock after that. I do have to say one of the nicest touches at the end of this episode, though, was normally right when they go to the last commercial break, you get a... Coulson goes, we'll be right back with more Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or whatever. Instead, this time you get Bill Paxton with the Hydra logo. And I was like, yes! Yeah, the Hydra logo was awesome. Okay, does anyone else have an issue that whenever they see Bill Paxton, all they can think of, he needs vampire teeth? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I just think of him screaming in Aliens. <laughs> well, it's like, We're not going to make it out of here, man! <laughs> I'm a huge fucking... Uh, I, I will admit, I love fucking True Blood. Uh, <laughs> and it's totally because, though they don't officially admit it, it's based on fucking Vampire the Masquerade. But every time I see Bill Paxton, that's all I can think of. Is he in the later seasons of True Blood? Or am I, who am I thinking of? No, he did Big Love for a long time, Big didn't Love. he? Uh, derp, I derped up. Uh, who am I thinking of? I am derping right now. I, okay, other side Vampire of the and wisdom teeth out. I haven't had caffeine in four fucking days. Oh, God. Okay, Michelle has an excuse. That's yeah. yeah. That's ridiculous. 
Like, Holes in your head, painkillers, no caffeine. That's that's no way to no, live. I'm that's inhuman. Free. I'm taking a leave only. Damn. That's, uh, that's not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. not a lot at all. Uh, and Jay in the chat room brought up, we always forget Greenwich Mean Time. It's 4 p.m. for him out there when the show starts. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's off the other side of the fucking planet, man. <laughs> that's what you get for being on the wrong side of the world. Oh, <laughs> those would be fighting words. <laughs> Holy crap! It's already ten minutes till the end of the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been nerd emasculated enough that I've lost track of time. We, we've completely nerded out. Showed off all of our nerd gear. And Naki's gonna come back and be like, "Can I not leave you people alone?" No, nope. she can't. <laughs> Naki's gonna be back next week. I won't be here. It'll be Naki and Anthony running things. So that means the internet won't work. <laughs> yeah, more than likely. Yep. <laughs> Anytime Chris isn't here, Naki breaks the internet. It's it's it ridiculous. So expect technical difficulties. will be starting about 15 minutes late. <laughs> At least I figured out that uh, Microsoft saves my computer. That's the scary thing is that Microsoft yeah. saved her computer. The only reason she's on here is because Internet Explorer is working with Hangouts when Chrome wouldn't. <laughs> what is that? Is, yeah, the saddest shit in the world. It's a yeah, big mind fuck Chrome right there. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to throw Firefox on here because every time I throw all three together, it like blows up. So... Yeah, I don't know why. Something to do with Windows 8. <laughs> um, but so I threw, I have Windows Explorer and I'll, or Internet Explorer, and I'm like, fuck it, give it a shot, and it works. My brain hurts after hearing that. <laughs> yeah, that's so random. I, it, it makes no sense that that would work. Welcome to computers. It makes no sense. The Google's confuses <laughs> me. Very true. But seeing as it's about 10 minutes left, we should probably just wrap up in our traditional fashion. This is our chance to share with you more so what we've been getting into, the kind of shows we're watching, <laughs> games we've been playing, things like that to try and convince you. You should do them too. So we'll start with our guest first. What have you been getting into, Michelle? Are you getting your teeth yanked out? <laughs> um, well, I've been... There was, uh, I've been Actually, weirdly enough, I have been getting back into a lot of like anime nerd stuff. Uh, which I haven't done since high school, so I've been watching, uh, I've been re-watching Neon Genesis Evangelion recently while working on Gothic Lolita costumes and working on game stuff and applications. So, yay! Um, so, yeah, if anybody hasn't seen Neon Genesis Evangelion, I highly recommend going and watching it. It's one of the classic, most classic animes of all time. It's, it's kind of a mindfuck. I'm not much into anime, but I might have to check it out. Because everyone tells me that one's good. Yeah, there's some cool suits in that one. Yeah, the, the suits. Um, and I also always recommend, if you like Neon Genesis Evangelion, go watch Serial Experiments Lane. Hmm. Which, it's older, but it's about how the internet can take, or how the internet can take over the human mind. Interesting. Oh. Hmm. Well, I'll, I'll go next. <laughs> Um, I went to a con yesterday, so I spent a crap ton, way too much money, but it, totally worth it. And the thing I don't have with me to show off, but I don't know if any of you guys are Battlestar Galactica fans, I found the uh, the Top Gun mug that like they have for Markdown in one of the booths for 20 bucks. So it's my new beer drinking mug, is the Battlestar Galactica Top Gun Viper Pilot mug. Nice. It, it's made by Quantum Mechanics, who makes some of the best replica stuff that I've seen. They Beautiful stuff. Right now it's in a display case upstairs, but the next time I open a beer, I'm putting beer in it. <laughs> Very cool. I'm going to pretend I'm the Top Gun pilot. Um, I also... What else did I pick up up there? I picked up a couple prints, and one of my buddies did a really awesome arrow piece for me on 9x12. 
that I think I've showed pictures of before. If not, I'll put them up online or have it next week. And I did commission to do a death stroke that matches it so I can frame them both up behind me while I can't talk. What else have <laughs> I been doing? Uh, I'm still geeking out over Captain America and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It doesn't really stop. And I started watching Alpha House on Amazon Instant Video. Funny, funny show. I watched the first two episodes of that. It's anything with John Goodman. It doesn't matter what it is. I could have lived without seeing John Goodman's ass, but... <laughs> uh, funny show. You should check it out. But that's really about all I've been getting into, because work has been hell the last week. How about yourself, Anthony? What have you been getting into? Uh, you know, finished all my con crap and catching everything, so I'm back to Color and Geek. Um, downloaded Smite. Uh, another MOBA game. It's one of the new ones. It's kind of cool because it's um it's from like over the shoulder view instead of the standard bird's eye view map like most MOBAs are, and it's all gods again. It's it's pretty cool. It's a fun one. I enjoy it more than uh, like League of Legends or um, Strife was the other one I just tried. But yeah, Gonna, Smite seems to be fun. Quick plug: That's an Atlanta made uh, game, and I have friends working on that too. Nice. Well, tell them they did good work because yeah. Um, uh, what I've played of it so far, just like maybe an hour or so last night, was really fun. And I'm one of those people, I started playing League of Legends, and then after about a week, it's like, I really don't want to play with the people that are playing this game because they're all insane, and I'm not that good. And so far, <laughs> Smite is still really fun. So there we'll is, see how long that lasts. It's a better community, my friend uh, Cassandra Lay, which if any of you guys look, or were more acquaintance, I don't know her as well as some of the other ones, but if any of you guys subscribe to My Geek Goddess, since you're guys... Um, <laughs> Cassandra Lee uh, is an avid Smite player, and if you guys don't know what that is, that's chicks stripping in cosplay. Um, nice. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. But yeah, I've been playing that, and then um, yesterday, uh, one of the ladies at work lent me um, Game of Thrones Season 2, so yesterday I watched all ten episodes of Game of Thrones Season 2. Oh, wow. Yeah, you I basically took that. the day off. I didn't do any coloring. I didn't do any drawing. I didn't really do anything else. I did one load of laundry, and I watched fucking Game of Thrones for ten hours. That was a blast. <laughs> That's pretty cool, though. Okay, so I got one last thing I want to share before we go. I just saw this story pop up from CNET in my Twitter feed. Oh, it's an April first story. Never mind, April Fool's story. Never mind. I won't no, share it. Yeah. There were there were a whole lot of really good stories that came out on April first yeah. this year. I'm not like I'm not falling for that. Where you're disappointed, you're like, oh, that's fake! No! It's not as bad. We have the best April Fools falling for ever on this show, where it was like June, and Naki's bitching about the fact that Ryan Reynolds is going to be Batman, and I'm like, Naki, yeah. what are you talking about? I was like, send me a link to that story. April first story, and yeah. I just start laughing my ass, like, Naki, this is from <laughs> April 1st. <laughs> no, the, worst, okay, the worst April 1st story this year for me was MMO Troll posted that uh, CCP was canceling the World of Darkness online. Now, for people who don't know, uh, I do a lot of fan community stuff for the World of Darkness online, like, fans, etc., because I understand games, and they don't. So that thing goes up, and all of a sudden, I get all these messages. Oh, oh my god, this is true, this is true, April 1st, fuck off. Yeah, that would uh, seriously fuck up your world if everyone thought that was real and started calling you. Well, 
yeah, and saying that usually when anything bad announced for them, I, for some reason, get, like, hate. I'm like, dude, I, just because I have friends does not mean it's in any way, shape, or form my fault. I'm not really in the know here, guys. <laughs> well, yeah, and the fact that people still believe news stories that come out on April 1st is just ridiculous. Well, some of those things that come out on April 1st aren't just ridiculous anymore. Are they, you've kind of gotten past, hey, this is kind of funny, and you, okay, this is ridiculously over the top. Yeah. <laughs> Thing Geek still does the best April Fool's Day stuff, just to see the Thing Geek products they come out with. Well, did I have the actual uh, the um, Technomancer hoodie. Oh, nice. Like, I bought it, like, as soon as it went up, I got a small, so it's hanging on my wall right now, because I'm still really bad at using it. <laughs> But, oh my god, it's badass. Like, it actually works. It's just, I'm really bad at using it. Because you got to put the sensor right, and then you got to actually practice. Um, and I haven't had time. But it is, for them turning, like, a April Fool's prank into something real, I am so happy that it is one of them. That's really cool. Yeah, nice. they, they do occasionally turn some of those real. Like, the uh, the uh, Tauntaun sleeping bag was an April Fool's prank originally. Yep. yep. And, well, and look at the Sentry at Marvel. Uh, that was a Wizard Magazine April Fool's yep. prank that that was an original character done by, what was it, Stan Lee and Jack Kirby yep. prior to Superman. And now he's an actual Marvel character. Look at Blizzard, um, the Pandarans. <laughs> mm-hmm. The entire thing was an April Fool's joke, and now it's an entire fucking expansion. And then uh, the Walking Dead guys did a fake one that teased Daryl Dixon coming into the comic books. Just yeah. by photoshopping a former panel. That was hilarious. Then, uh, Which was awesome. Yeah, they turned it into a cover. And the guy that did it did really good for something that he apparently did really quick. Jay's brought a good one up in the chat room. He goes, April Fool's joke I saw was that Batfleck quit and Idris Elba took on Bruce Wayne Batman. Now I'm upset because he isn't. That's crazy. <laughs> How did I not hear that one? Because <laughs> we're on the that other side of the been, world. That would have been awesome. So Idris the, Elba can do anything. The moral of the story guy. here, guys, is... Even after April Fool's, I'm checking to make sure things aren't April Fool's pranks. Yep. Yep. Because I am a bit on one. the article. Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But with that lesson learned, I think that's going to wrap us up for this week. Don't forget, we stream live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern. Do the math for your other time zones because I can't list off all the time zones. (laughs) At live.atgnpodcast.com. If you like listening to this show, feel free to check out all the the other great shows on the Gunna Geek Network over at gunnageeknetwork.com because I didn't get a plug in today. And I don't feel right unless I do. Gotta get one. <laughs> exactly. Big thank you, Michelle, for joining us for two weeks in a row. We salute you and your nerd cred that makes me feel emasculated. <laughs> 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 but unless you guys have any more parting shots, I think we're wrapping up. Sounds good to me. Alright, well, we'll see you next week, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy on the Gunna Geek Podcast Network. You can find ATGN in a variety of places. Some of those include our website at atgnpodcast.com or on certain apps like Stitcher Radio. In fact, we're even on Gunna Geek's main website at gunnageek.com slash network where you can find All Things Good and Nerdy and all of the other shows that are part of the Gunna Geek Network family. If you want to get in touch with the show directly, don't forget you can use any of the social media methods like Facebook at facebook.com slash allthingsgoodnerdy or Twitter at ATGN Podcast. That's not your cup of tea for getting in touch with us. Don't forget about the ATGN hotline at 304-806-ATGN. We check it each week, so leave us a message and we'll get back to you and put it on the show. That's going to wrap up another episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Join the Adahe, Naki, and myself next week for an all-new live show at 11 a.m. Eastern Time at live.atgnpodcast.com.
The music you've heard for both the intro and outro of this show were found on SoundCloud.com and are used in accordance with the Creative Commons licenses. Leaving Earth by Abandon All Hope is used as the outro of this show, and The Wind Waker by the Neskimos is used as the intro and slightly modified in both cases. To get links directly to these songs, go to atgnpodcast.com and check out the background music section.